Um, you just tell me he can do what he wants. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna discuss. Let's go. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Whatever. <That's how> we <laughs> start. But my my whole thing was, what about adults? Or is it just happen when they steal out the kids because they're young? I thought it was a, more of a spiritual soul swap. Well, they swap them out when they're young so that no one will notice. Right. But do these... But Mary Clary was swapped out when she was an adult. Her husband killed her. Yeah, but she sure she didn't just lose change. her shit. And then they just said, well, hey... That's debatable. You have to follow the whole story. And I don't think she lost her shit. I think her husband lost his shit. Are we going to hear about this story? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're doing? Or are we doing other stuff tonight? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this. I guess we're on that page. Let me uh, change like. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for that either. So me neither. Me neither. And I'm actually not anyway. So I kind of am. Sort of. I'm very curious about this topic. So if there's anybody out there who knows anything about us about this, tell me. Let us know. They don't we're even know par- what the topic yeah. is yet. And they don't know who we are yet. We're parababble. Oh, we got to give them that crap. I thought everybody listened to us. No, I'm Jeff. I'm Rob. I'm Allison. <laughs> Sorry. See, we changed. Yeah. Changed. Like changelings. changelings. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat dinner. Okay. So yeah, I'm just getting over a cold, so it's not a chupacabra dying. And it's actually me coughing. And Jeff is still Jeff. Jeff is still Jeff. Headphones and all? Mm-hmm. Recording mm-hmm. show. That's right. Okay, so today's topic, which Came out of left field, but is a cool topic. Changelings. Oh, chia. You got a chia pet changeling? You think? Oh, that would be cool. Make them like little babies, and then yeah. you could have identical ones, like one like a normal baby, and then the other one like this evil little. Mm, a little. I imagine thing. they have little teeth. Like, oh yeah, something to- like Rosemary's Baby or something, or it's alive shit like that. Yeah. Right, Allison. Is that what they are? Mm-hmm. Allison's studying. She's reviewing because she's just so engrossed with this whole topic. Well, I already knew stuff about this topic, oh. so it wasn't like that. I would have to say, Jeff, that you're going to confuse everyone. That, that Allison is well traveled in knowledge in a lot of different fields here. No way. Oh my gosh, that's yes. right, Jeff. Huh? I Thank you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> what? There we go. We changed again. <laughs> I just like weird stuff. That's all. That's why you hang I think out with we us. All, we all do. That is that's true. Over here. That okay. is true. And if anyone from Spotify is listening, can you please approve our podcast so that we can get on there? Yeah, what the hell? It's been like two months. Yeah, it's very upsetting. We can clean it up if you need be. No, I mean, we can't. Well, going forward, we can. <laughs> no. Okay, well, shit. I don't know what the holdup is, yeah. but everyone that has Spotify can't hear us because you're preventing this knowledge from and gleaming into the world. We'd like to say that we listen to Spotify exclusively. I do. I'm going to cancel my account. And I'd be more than happy to sponsor these guys on any level. I yeah. think we kind of just did. Well, I'm just selling out. That's okay. all there is to it. And if I go big, guys, nice knowing you. <laughs> we should change this to, like, two bald guys and a girl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we'll have a discussion after the show on that one. <laughs> you can hear that giggle. All right. So we're going to work on um, these little chain things. These little fairies, these little Irish folklore things, some witchery, some evilness. Ooh, you said witchery. Witchery. I like witchery. You do? Yeah. How much do you know about that? A lot. See? 
And yet she says she knows nothing. Have you ever sent a changeling to, to switch a kid out? No, I don't no. like kids. So I don't yeah. really care what happens to them. So there you go. Yeah, you wouldn't want the kid in your possession then? <laughs> no. You'd just rather have the changeling as like your pet? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You can have his pets. I would feed it. I would I feed it little pieces like, of candy. Little pet keychains or something of changelings. We should. Changelings. Chain, changeling. Changeling. This is going to be one of those words for me tonight. Changeling. Changeling keychain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Change. I'm going to definitely screw that up at least change. ten times tonight. Changelings. Changelings. It's like that thing that change was going around like last month on that. that <laughs> what did you it? hear? Yeah, what did you hear? The, what was it? Laurel and Yanni. Laurel and Yanni. Yanni? Yanni. Why, what did you hear? I don't remember. I, I didn't think I heard Yanni. Well, it's just someone posted yeah. after that. It's like oh the whole God. dress thing. What color is the dress? Yeah, I like that stuff. Do you? Yeah, it's fun. I like how we're just, you know, <laughs> spitballing about what's current right now. I don't care about either of those things. Allison's under the weather, so please excuse her. Maybe <laughs> she's been replaced by a changeling. Yeah, something. Maybe. We don't know what it is. What's, what's in the tea? You don't want to know. Hey, Mugwort. you can do tea, tea leaf reading, right? Um, mm-hmm. Can we do Wolfgang. one after? No, you, I can't use that kind of tea. I need, like, loose leaf tea. Loose leaf tea. Yeah. I've never had that done. Really? Really? We, have, we could talk you about never it. experiment on Tassography, me Tassography, which is actually Ooh. what it's called. Tassography. Tassography. Again, I don't know anything. tea leaf reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it fun? The art of reading tea leaves. Anyone can do it? Sure. So it's not really an art. Um, there's a bit of an art to it. So if I didn't like you and you kind of approached me and you're kind of like, eh, and semi-okay terms with me, I could really just mess with you and say, yeah, you got some bullshit going to happen to you, girl. You could, but that would not give you good karma. Who said karma had anything to do with it? It's what the tea said. No. Well, you are the interpreter of the tea. Oh. It's like, what do you see in this picture? Like the tea, It's like when you read tarot cards. Okay. Like the card says one thing, but however you interpret it. Yeah, but like so I've like, seen... So I have, for me, when I read tea leaves, I have in my book um, a section of all the different signs and what they mean to me. So when I look at a teacup and I see different things in it, I know what those things mean to me. But somebody else might think that... How many different things can you see? Oh, my God. I have, like, four pages of stuff, and I It's got to be thousands or millions, because every... Never... When you drink... You drink it, right? Or you pour it out? So you you drink it first. Right. So you get to the bottom. To get to the bottom. And then you dump out whatever's left, and when you pick the cup back up, that's whatever Whatever sticks to the cup is what you read. Okay. I feel like I wouldn't be good at that. I would just be like, we got some tea leaves. But it's like a judgment call. It's like an ink spot test when you look at it. It's crazy. Oh, no. You really do see things. Oh, yeah. Really? We're going to have to experiment with this live on Facebook. I had a cup come up, and um, I did readings for a bunch of people, I don't know, a couple months ago, and one person's cup had a stag. It was literally a picture of a deer, like four legs, the body, and the antlers. It was crazy. Don't you think it's random? No. Oh, Okay. So it's not random when you no. get this bottom picture. Do you think it's random when people pick tarot cards? Absolutely. I'm going to start tearing this apart. Because. I don't think it's random. How I do you know what you're going to get? You're drawn. How are you going to? But how do you know what you're going to get? Because it's all about your intention. When you're, are, when you're going for a reading and you're shuffling the cards, you're putting your energy into them. Okay. And the person reading your cards says, okay, I want you to think about a question you have or someone you want to contact or blah, 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 blah. And that's what you're thinking about. So it's intention. Thoughts are things. So then when those cards get spread out, what 
a good reader will tell you is put your hand over the cards. Uh-huh. And, and feel for feel where you the feel. energy is. Yep. And just pull. Don't double dose it. Just pull out the cards. <laughs> Sorry. The buffet is open. All right. So, so I let's, mean, you could just pull randomly, but it's about your intention. I'm going to test all of Allison's patience tonight because I know she's not feeling well. And she's probably going to whip this mug right. of tea off of me. Okay. She says it's all good. She's going to send her changelings after you. Maybe even <laughs> little the armies. They're going to chop on my ankles. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking <clears throat> Egyptian licorice tea, so I'm feeling very calm. Yeah, okay. You haven't met me yet. Um... I've known you for too long to <laughs> not be able to handle so it. So when you're drink- <laughs> when you're drinking that cup of tea or uh-huh. coffee or whatever we're gonna call it, it's tea. You okay. can't read coffee grinds. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you probably could, but it would be much more difficult. You never know. My thing is, so if you're gonna do this whole thing with tarot cards and its intention and all that, so when you go and drink this tea, what are you supposed to be thinking about? Well, same kinds of things. So me as a reader. I'm connecting with my guides to help me to bring information for that person through. So I'm going through my own thing to get ready to read. The person who's drinking the tea, I tell them, start to think about what you want to know. Do you want direction for something? Do you want to contact someone? Do you have a specific question? And then I have them swirl the tea in a certain way and then drink the tea down and then flip the cup over. So it puts their energy and their intention into the tea as they're swirling it. So is that backwash? Or? As they drink it. No. Okay. No. Everyone gets their own teacup. No, your own backwash is your energy. Your swirl. So no, they swirl the tea. Oh, swirl. They don't swirl it in their mouths and spit oh. it back out in the cup. They swirl the actual <laughs> mug. Oh, I, under, I totally understand that. But An emotion I, called wind shears, which wind I'm not shears? explaining to you. Because you're not, you're not in the know. Um... Do you know window shears? Window shears. <laughs> yeah, they hang up on the... <laughs> window shears. They're like balances. Oh, they're balances. like what? Yeah, balances, balloon balances. Put that down and look it up. I'm not going to look it up right now. Window shears. Window shears. I'll look it up on the way home. <laughs> or we'll have discussion off air and then we'll uh-huh. discuss it another time. Uh-huh. So, window shears. Okay. So, so then I pick up the cup. Right. And then I just take a look at it and I start to just jot down everything that I see. And the way that things are positioned in the cup, if they're more closer to the brim, if they're more closer to the back of it, if they're closer to the handle, if they're left or right, they mean different things. Okay. If you have to pick in a, um, what do I want to say? I, uh, if you're going to use the T or tarot cards or a Ouija board or, 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 mm-hmm. what do you find to be the most favorable thing to use. I know it's a different tool to everybody mm-hmm. and people how this works. This might change the whole topic of tonight. You're going you're gonna to hijack the show again? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think we're on to it. You're going to change the change language. <laughs> I think we're on to something here. So <laughs> drink some of your swill, uh-huh. swirl. Swirl tea. Swirl tea. Um, so shears. We're... we're <laughs> what do you find being the best tool to use? So I, I mean, think it, it depends on the reader themselves and what they're most what comfortable, comfortable with. with. So I don't, I've never been drawn to like 
Raider the Raider Weight tarot. Like I'm not a fan of like. What is that? So that's like the original tarot deck. That's like the cups and the pentacles and the. Okay. Like have you ever seen like the tarot deck? Mm-hmm. That's like your typical one is the Raider Weight tarot deck. So I've never been really drawn to that. I have a set of cards. I probably well I have about ten sets of cards. I just bought another one at the Dale when I went. Um. So I use them depending on how I'm feeling, but I have one particular set that's an oracle deck, which is different than tarot, and I use that one primarily. It's like my favorite one. So if I'm going to use cards because it's easier than trying to make 10 people a cup of tea, then that's my deck to use. And then um, if I am going to be in a place where I can do the tea, I would prefer to do that just because I feel like it's more fun for me. Okay, Rob, start thinking some questions. Because we just might just go with this whole topic for a while here. I got plenty. <laughs> anyway, got, so here's my thing. So here's my thing with all... I'm going to be the skeptic tonight about all of this, whatever okay. we're drilling on. So if I call it bullshit and you're just like making stuff up and there's a bunch mm-hmm. of phonies and fakes out there. So if you take the T, the tarot card, and a Ouija board, <clears throat> or let me rephrase that, where someone has to do a reading to somebody. Mm-hmm. So you use an instrument, whatever you want it to be. Give me three things we can use. We could use the T... We can use a tarot card. What else can we use that you would be able to give me a sign or someone else's? Uh, palm. Okay, palm. So that's three. Mm-hmm. So here comes Jeff. Hey, Rob, check this out. This is all bullshit. Watch. I come up to you and I say, let's do three of these. Let's use the same questions. I'll have a list of five questions or however we want to do it. But typically, the reader doesn't know what the questions are. Okay. Let me back this up. I'm driving a point here. I think the point I'm trying to get across is... If I use three different methods... Would the results be the same with all three of those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would depend. If the reader's good, maybe. If the reader's not good, maybe not. The reader could get lucky. But here's my thing. But Are once you... you know... I mean, I think it's easier to manipulate once you know what you're trying to do, which is why readers typically don't ask what people want to know. So I suck, readers. So you suck down that, that cup of tea. Yeah. I was like, ooh, good. Here, read it. This is what I got out of it. Okay, so I'm going to leave you now because I had my little tea reading or my tarot card. Not little, not to belittle it, but being in a skeptic sense here. I'm going to go home and say, oh, she said this or he said this, this, and this might be happening. And this is the kind of a change and this is what I was looking for. And I was trying to reach out and this is what's going to happen. Say I suck that down in like two minutes. You read it out in like five. I turn around, I want another cup. Same questions. Am I going to get the same responses? I don't know. We'd have to try it. Or do we wait another month and come back where there's been time and space so that can change Typically, readings reality. work on a, on a one to three to six month scale. So they can either do okay. that or they can do a past, present, and future. It depends on what the person wants. So we're good for one to three months on that answer. You could be, yeah. The window, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking, again, it depends on the reader, and it depends on what the person themselves is trying to find out, but usually those are the two methods to use. Now, tarot has a lot of spreads, and spreads are different, so if you go to a reader for tarot, you might not even pull any cards. They might just put a spread out, and a spread is like a series of cards that work in conjunction with another. So, so like they're this always card, flipping. you flip this card over and okay. it might mean like, okay, you know, you're facing some kind of conflict and then you flip the next card and it's supposed to give you insight as to what the previous card was. So in spreads, they feed off of each other and mm-hmm. that's how the reading is done. So I can go to a fair 
a psychic fair, and let's say we have all the top renowned people there, and there's no, yeah, quote unquote. I like the quotes. Yeah, no one can see that, but I'm <laughs> quoting. I go to this fair, and I want answers, and I'm going to go to, say, five different, five different readers, and they're going to give me five different answers. Mm-hmm. Who's to say, how do we, how do we just wipe out the bullshit on it? Well, I think it's hard, and I think that, um, you know, if people are going to be skeptical, that's one thing, but if you're coming with the purpose of trying to disprove it, then you're already closed. Well, wait a minute. So, I'm not coming to disprove. I'm just going to come and get five different readings. Okay. Because I want to see what everybody's got going on about me if I put this one question. question Same question to five people. Okay. And if I get five different answers, obviously that's coming from the reader or the person who's going to give an answer. Right. Doesn't it kind of put like a false sense into the person who's getting this done? Because I'm going to believe in five, say there's five different answers. I'm going to believe in those five different answers. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick which one you like best. Well, even that one. Well, I think it comes down to though, like, what's the overall intent of why you're getting the reading? Is it really because you want to try to see if five people are going to give you five different answers, or is it really because you're looking for insight into whatever it is you're trying to find out? I think I'm looking on like, okay, so this is the first time I've really come up with this whole idea was when you said there was like a one to three, one to three months, uh, four to eight, whatever. There's a time frame on certain certain uh, realities that could happen whether they do or don't or it's a, it's a loose it's a loose answer basically right well people try not thin- to go more than six months out because if you go more than six months out people don't remember so when they're doing a reading and they're basing it on time frames they try to do it from like now to six months because if you say like this is going to happen a year from now or two years from now like no one's going to remember that no one cares because they're there for immediate answers guidance. or guidance yeah that's the only reason why. I mean, you could probably read someone for years out if you really wanted to, but who wants to know that far in advance? I'm just kind of looking at it like I can change my reality if I go to you and then in a half an hour get a different answer with the same well, question. Well, yeah, but you can change your path at any point. Right, I and can I can go tomorrow you. back to the say it's a Saturday-Sunday fair and ask the same thing and have nothing near it. And I said, okay, so in this time frame, in this reality of 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever you want to do, how much of that reality is going to change if you're believing in this? Okay, so you're one to three months. I ask one to three months. All right, so in those one to three months, every other week, I'm going to go and get a reading of the same question. So how much of, how much of my time and my reality is getting moved around because we're always going from one to the other? Well, how much of it, too, is like if you're really sold on what these people are telling you, like these readings or whatever... Like, like, say you go into one and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to have, like, this really successful new job, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Like, how much of that is that being in your mind then and being like, oh, yeah, the, the psychic said I'm going to get a new job. And then, like, you put more effort into it and then, like, you're always got that in the back of your mind and then you make it happen. But then you're changing your realities. You but know? you're always able to change your reality anyway. And I think when you get a reading, and most readers will tell you, like, this is the path that's laid out right now for you, but if you decide to do anything differently if you make any changes then it's going to alter this path because that's free will that's life that's the way it goes like but, if this is six months out if you stay right on the same path you're on right now so i can tell you how to find people that don't know what they're doing and are just going to take your money so you can avoid that and first of all well, you, i don't charge people for readings 
So let's put that out there right now. You can now. reach us at uh, Smith. I don't charge money. Yeah. Dot com. Um, I don't, I've never taken money for a reading ever. Rob's writing it down. In my life. <laughs> Just because, and I don't, it's not to say that I have a problem with people that charge money for that because, yeah, I get it. It's a service and blah, 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 blah. I just don't feel right doing it because for me, it's more of like a hobby and I enjoy doing it than it is for me to try to make money and become famous doing it. If you were to sit down and, and this is, this is, this is just uh, obviously an opinion. I can tell if somebody's full of crap in the first minute that I'm talking to them about whether or not they know what they're doing. In, in the big picture of things, um... What would you say the percentage of uh, fakes are that are out there? It's high, unfortunately. Uh, if you take 100%, is it like 80-20, 60-40? I don't know. I think you've got a 50-50 shot when you sit down across from somebody. You have a 50-50 shot? hmm Wow. hmm And if you put your faith into what that 50%, it could be wrong, or this is the bullshit artist, and you bite into what they're saying, and you think it's going to change the course of your life, I don't really see how that's a bad thing. Well, people do it all the time. You go to church, right? You don't know what that priest does when they're not. There it is. There it is. (laughs) So you're going to sit at Mass on Sunday and listen to everything that that person says and try to live your life by it, but you don't know what they do. No, 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 no. no. That's totally totally different. (laughs) Totally different. Totally different. Why? You're just leading them with the word, a, a, a generalized good word. You're there to hear them talk. You're specializing. Listen, but you're taking that mess. <laughs> that mess. I'm going to leave it at that mess. My thing would be, you could be helping somebody. You sit down, I go to you, Allison. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Tell me something. And you go, just by looking at me, you go, God, he's got really nice eyes. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a really great reading. You know, you're going to find a good, in the next few months, you're going to have a good fortune coming through. Keep with the job that you're working. Blah, 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 blah. Next reading comes through. Creep. All right. Uh, yeah, the course you're presently on, blah, 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 blah. You might want to change this. Now, I take it. The next person takes it. They go home and they're like, well, she said this, this, and this. You could still help somebody by bullshitting them, right? I guess. Ooh, it's all psychological. Look, no, you come to me and say, you know what, Rob? But it's unethical. That's the difference. What do you mean it's unethical? You're, it's unethical. Basically, it's like a friend sitting down and saying, look, I got your back. Don't worry. Things are going to be okay. We'll get through this. This is what you need to do. If you know that you are intentionally deceiving someone because you're full of shit and you're not actually connecting to anything and that this information isn't coming from anywhere except what you're making it's up still at that bullshit. particular moment. But you're helping somebody. It's But it's not always bullshit. That's the thing. No, what I'm saying it's bull... It, I, I'm saying bullshit in the sense if you're trying to do that and be unethical. That is bullshit. And I don't know if it does help people necessarily when they aren't given accurate information. Why wouldn't you give... Okay, so do most readers um, give out positive messages? Or are they ones that are going to trip over and be like, ah, you know what? You better go get your ass checked. You got things going on or something. I think it depends. I've heard... I mean, it just depends on the reader. It goes both ways. Again, like there's no right or wrong way to do it. I think that people that are full of crap and don't know what they're doing will fish for what they think you want to hear. But you want to give you something based on that. 
Okay, so like, what's I'm going deceptive. on in your life right now? Are you? How are things going in general? Do you have any questions about things? How are your relationships? Are they good right now? And as they're talking to you, they're picking up on all of the things, the way that your facial expression changes when they ask you those things. I mean, even if you try to go in there and be like, nope, 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 everything's fine, everything's good. They're watching for any tiny little minute thing that, that your body language puts off, and they will gear your reading to what they think you want to hear so that you leave satisfied. And you feel better about that $50 that's no longer in your pocket. All right. Just for anyone listening, I'm not that stupid. What I'm trying to do here is just like... He's just trying to get on my nerves. <laughs> He's trying to play devil's advocate. And I I'm, get def- I'm definitely trying to do the devil's advocate here and just ask questions that people might want to ask because, you know, this whole psychic reading and... But I don't claim to be reading, I don't claim to be psychic, and I don't claim to be doing my readings based on that. I use tools, and I'm an instrument of the tool. Okay. Did she just say she's a tool? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's, I must have missed the whole sentence. <laughs> she's looking at me, he's like, asshole. <laughs> anyway, so, I could, but I'm still, if I'm going to deceive you for 50 bucks, I'm going to tell you you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, well, you might do that every single time. So you're someone you'd give people, you give them a good boost. It's unethical. Oh my god! Oh my god! Allison, you're going. I know. I mean, okay, right let's go. We're going through some you, shit. Is it right for the doctor to tell you every single time that you see them that you're per, you're in perfect health and everything is great? Yeah. It's unethical. Yeah, but they got a license. <laughs> so <laughs> I have certifications. But we can buy those. You have to take the classes first. I'm trying. I'm trying, folks. I'm going to every angle that there is here. I mean, my Reiki certifications didn't just come in the mail. But Reiki's more about energy. It's not about reading, is it? Yeah, but you can get readings through Reiki. You can, can you? get messages. Mm-hmm. You can? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I really didn't know that, so that yeah. was an honest question. When you're doing Reiki, it's not uncommon for messages to come through. Using that person's energy. Mm-hmm. So, Reiki basically uses and your the spirit certain... guides certain spots in your body, the energy, and you try to release it and work it and manipulate it? So Reiki is basically energy work. There's a series of movements that you go through to realign a person's chakras if they need right. realigning. But it's also used for healing, both physical and emotional. Okay. It can be used for stress relief. It can be used for general rebalancing. You know, um, there's a whole bunch of reasons why. So how do you scam someone with Reiki? I mean, um, Reiki. So, well, you have to actually find someone that has a legitimate certification, which is not always easy. You have to um, do some homework with that. But I think it's, again, it's a a crapshoot. I mean, there are certain things that should happen when someone's doing Reiki that you should feel that you should, that, you know, you know that that person knows what they're doing. Yeah, but if I, I... If I come to you and not knowing, I just know you through like word of mouth in the city that you do Reiki. Okay, yeah, whether you are truly into it or not, I could go to you being all tense and wound up left, right, and I could walk out of there saying, yeah, you did what you had to do. Basically, you just gave me, uh, what do you want to call it? <laughs> I don't Massage even know what that wise. is. No, you don't actually it's touch not, it's, I know, you use your energy between your, yeah. your palms, right? Yeah, it's your hands. Your hands. There's a series of kanjis that you do to open up. Okay. The um, open up the flow of energy, and then it's you know that's kind of how it starts. 
Okay. So when you go through Reiki, you have to get an attunement. This is going to blow your mind a little. So an attunement is basically done by your Reiki master. And through a series of different things that they do, they tune your energy into the universal energy so that you can tap into it. It recognizes you. That's how you get your attunement. So when you go through your different certification levels, you get different levels of attunement so that your Reiki becomes more powerful. You can do distance Reiki. You can do other things. So that's why you can't just get a Reiki certification online. You can't call time out. I'm calling time out for the folks at home. Because it's, it's crap. Like you can go, if you go on Facebook, things will pop up like get your Reiki certification, online courses. It's crap because you actually have to do the attunement in order distance, to be able to do it. Distant Reiki. Distance healing. Distance mm-hmm. healing. I'm sending this one out to my long lost friend who is down and out and has been hurt. I sent my, my mom distance healing when she had her knee surgery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does it work? My mom said it did. Is that be- because she believes it or because you're her daughter? Does it matter? I don't know. You just had this whole entire argument with me about I know, how I know, I know. If it doesn't I matter know. if it's full of crap or not, if the person believes, then they're, then they're better off. We're just, move- we're just moving through different, <laughs> we're so moving through different doors here, folks. <laughs> episode 67. John annoys the shit out of this. <laughs> and her Egyptian tea drinking ass. <laughs> <laughs> So, distance, huh? Distance healing, yes. Yeah, that's fine, Rob. We can, we can, we're pretty adjustable here. What else do you mm-hmm. want to know about the metaphysical I just, stuff? I, that I can the metaphysical stuff. I mean, I'm just saying you can make people feel better. If I had my cards right now and I did a reading for you, it would blow your mind, Rob. How many times have I read cards for you? Many times. How many times have you been like? How does that? How does that even happen? It's happened, and then there was times I'm like, why do these cards keep saying that I'm going to have a kid? Well, why don't we just go portable right now and go to the store and pick up some or go to Allison's? We have to go to my house. I can't just go get a deck of cards. You're not a Target, Walmart. We're unprepared. You have to be, the cards have to have a, for me to buy a deck, I have to have a connection to it. I have to feel like I, I want that deck over another one. Okay. So that's why I have the ones I have. So basically, if I take a, you know, deck of playing cards... And uh, flip them over. I can make people feel better. Yeah, you could. If you want to be a jerk, <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this episode's all about let's let's see how far. I don't think it's go. as easy as you think it is. Too. I don't think what do you that mean? if you just, just sat down across from someone and told them like some good happy stuff that they'd be like, "Thanks, I feel so much better now." Because normally when people if are they're coming, there to see you, you if they're coming for things crap. like that, I really feel like they're coming because there's a question that they have. They want some sort of guidance, and if you just give them some fluff, I don't think that people would be satisfied with. You that. You don't think people are gullible like that? The millions yeah. of people that soak in their pocketbooks to give people money just to say, "Hey." No, I think if you're going to take the time to come to somebody because of that, then there's a reason why you're doing it. Yeah, because you want to know stuff that you want to know stuff. Yeah, but you, that can, you don't you have answers tell, to. But you can tell when fluff is fluff. Just stay in your current job, and things are going to be great for you, and you're on the right path, and hang everything is wonderful. Vague messages. No, but that's. Yeah. But hang on, though. How many times have you been in. Well, I can't use you as an example. I can use Rob as an example. I can use me as an example. Jobs. Let's use that job thing, and I'm going to send you some fluff. Hang in there, Rob. You know what? I see it. There's a change coming up, whether it be in management, but there's going to be a shift at your job. And if you just hang in there, things are not going well right now. 
But if you hang in there long enough, things are going to start to pan out the way you, you pictured the job to be when you initially took the interview and they accepted you. So what I'm telling you is don't give up faith in that yet. Give it a little more time. Well, if he's happy in his job, though, and that's not why he's coming to you. He's coming to you because... Well, I'm just using that as a job thing. I mean, I just spilled that whole pile of shit on him. Yeah. But that's the thing. You won't know what somebody is coming to ask you about because you don't ask them specifically what they want to know. But if you're full of crap, you can. Well, if you're full of crap, yeah. I mean, that's like A1 warning sign. I mean, if you walk in and sit down across from someone and they're like, okay, so... What are you looking for today? No questions. Yeah. I no mean, questions. they shouldn't ask you any questions. The smart people are not going to ask questions. The smart people are going to walk in there and be like, okay, can you read me? Go. And I'm going to say, shuffle these cards, and then I will. And then I'm going to have you pick three cards, and then I'm going to tell you, based on those three cards. Uh-huh. So the cards are going to lead you. Yeah, because for me, it's like I said before, I'm the instrument. So I choose to use my cards, use my tea leaves, use somebody's palm. I don't claim to be getting messages from spirit and then spitting out whatever spirit is telling me to tell you. Say, okay, let's do that then. I don't want to do that. Don't use your cards. I don't want to do that. I'm not Because I'm not a medium. Well, let's go to a mediumship. Let's find a medium. I don't want to become a medium. Do we know any mediums? Any good ones? <laughs> That's a better question. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Loaded. Okay. I mean, I have been told that I should develop that gift, but I don't want to. I prefer to, to still use the cards and still use the tea because that's my comfort level. I don't want to take it anywhere else. Using the cards and the tea and stuff, does that, does that require the same type of energy as mediumship when you're getting it from spirit? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I think for me, there's still a connection there with what I'm reaching out to. I mean, I think my guides help me when I'm doing those kinds of things. I think they help me with Reiki. But I don't want to get direct messages from somebody who's dead. I don't want that happening to me. That's not my my cup of tea. (laughs) There it is. Seriously, though, I don't want that. I don't want to sit down from someone and have somebody else's voice in my head going, that person is in really bad health and you should tell them that they need to go. I don't want to. No, 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 no. Wouldn't your cards tell you the same thing? Yeah, but I can turn that on and off because I'm in the mode of reading a card. I'm using the card. When I stop the reading, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore. That's a lot harder to turn off and to manage and to deal with. Because it comes through you. Because it's pushing to you. I don't want anything to do with that. So you're opening up that door. Rob, what do you think? I think some people are full of shit, some of them aren't. Have you been to a psychic before? I've never been to a psychic, but I've seen them in action many times. <laughs> I did have one reading once. Once. I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, and it wasn't by choice. Um, I was just there, and there wasn't anybody else really around. So you just kind of fell into it. Yeah, and I remember, like, none of it made any sense. The closest that they came was... Uh, he told me that I just recently bought a new truck. Um, I bought a new car. It was not a truck. That's the closest they came to anything. <coughs> I got a lot of the vague answers, like, oh, yeah, there's someone with you, you know, some well, some guy who works with his hands. You know, it's the stereotypical. Here's a, here's I've had awful readings, and I've mm-hmm. had readings from people that are supposed to be, like, really well-known that, you know, have been doing it for tons and tons of years, and... It was, like, the worst reading I ever had. 
But then my brother went in right after I did, and he had a really good reading, and his made sense, and it clicked, and there was things in there, but me, absolutely nothing clicked. It was like, don't even know. Okay. I've had people tell me, like, where I'm going to get married, which is not where I got married. I've had people tell me that, um, you know, certain people are coming through, this is who they are, no idea who they are. I mean, it's... So it could be a feel. It's a so it's whatever's coming into their brain. Yeah. So if you sit down and say, okay, think of a color, whatever comes to let me know. But then I've had oh, other blue. readings where it's been like spot on. I mean, the last really good reading I had was when I was in Florida. At the, it's like the Lilydale of the South. By good reading for our listeners would mean that stuff is kind of happening that they said would? Yes. And that if they said that they were bringing people through, then I knew who that person was based on what they told me. I didn't have to make, like, an assumption. I didn't have to try to stretch to find it. So, knowing that you use different tools to do readings and different things and, you know, your Reiki and stuff. So, if you go do, like, see a medium or or a psychic or whatever, you obviously know what you're going to say or not at all. You're just going to let them come to you and Uh see if they can nail you. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I give nothing away. What do you do? Just sit down and say, hey, for all the people listening, of course. When they say, what are you looking for? I say, whatever you want to tell me. This Evil, sinister laugh from the corner of the, the studio. That's what I always say. It's my standard answer. And do you see a change in their face sometimes? Sometimes. They're probably like, oh, shit. Yep. I'm going to have to work for my $50. <laughs> I'm just here to, to hear whatever it is that Spirit has for me to know. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, no, I gotta come up with some shit. Yeah, and sometimes it hits, and sometimes it doesn't. But I don't ever give them any inkling about what it is I want to know. And I do have questions. Like there'll be questions in my mind about what I want to know about, but I just don't ever say them. I just say whatever you want to tell me. So if you have questions in your mind, mm-hmm. and they're good enough, mm-hmm. they should be able to, get to they touch should be able on to those. Touch on some of those. Yep. Okay, Rob, how do you feel about that? That's what I said. Yeah, I'd be doing the same damn thing. I've never been to a psychic. Where I just sit down one-on-one. Yeah. Now, we've had discussions off-air about different things that have happened Mm -hmm. in sitting in sessions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've never wanted to go. I had no, no desire to. Now, my wife did one time, and I think I might have said this somewhere down the line, one of those girls' parties, and I was like, ah. and they all get together, and they pulled some shit out of the woods on her, and she, yeah. the, the thing that they said was, um, if anybody has really known me, I've never done this, I, I want to, is I wanted to go parachuting. And out of the blue, when she was in her session, the psychic said, look, I know somebody who wants to go parachuting or skydiving, he said skydiving. Don't let them, because it will be bad, because they will be having too much fun, and he will forget to do something that needs to be done. Now, how do you pull that out of your ass? Mm-hmm. And was my wife sitting there going, oh, geez, I hope he doesn't see, you know, yeah, parachuting. I mean, that's something so random, but yet, yeah. as soon as she told me that, as soon as he said that, she was yeah. like, oh my God. She didn't do the oh my god face. She just because she's just, she's in the same uh, belief that 
You don't go in there and just offer up shit and be like, oh, look at this, and this is my job and career, and you know, if I go back to school. No, you just go in there stone faced. And when they, someone like that pulls something out that I know somebody that you know, or you know somebody or whatever that wants to do this, I could just see like mediums that are full of crap just sitting around on their own, just getting high off their asses, coming up with these random stories to tell at parties to see if anyone. But that's a very random point. I, know. I mean, I told you though, don't let them go skydiving. It's a 50-50 shot. I mean, you never know. You're throwing your money away, and it's a gamble. Anytime you hand money over, and you're in that realm of asking for spiritual guidance. So that leads us to: Should we take it as entertainment, folks? Entertainment well, purposes only. That's what it always said in the bottom of the Miss Cleo commercials. Yeah. Well, Miss Cleo made a buttload of money. I mean, I think you just have to take it that. You, you know, unless you've really done your research and you've talked to a bunch of people that have gotten readings from a particular person or there's, you know, I mean, I don't know. You just, if you don't do your research, it's a crapshoot. And then okay, it may or may not be helpful for you. I know we started off with the chingling here, but chingling, chingling, chingling. Um, we've totally gone to, you know, like this stuff. But my thing, okay, so let's let's take this for a second, and I'm losing my point. Um, you do your work, and you, you research it. But say you go to these house parties, you know, and get the girls together, you know, and, and they're going to read, and they're going to make some money with this guy or girl that's going to do your readings. They all go by word of mouth. Oh, he's really good, or she's really good. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we do all of that and take your word, my word, anyone's word for that. So, I mean, well, they were right on with me and they were right on with my friend here at the party. So, you know, you should really hire them and try that. So now you're going by word of mouth, but it's not, again, it's still not truly a accurate representation because you don't know if that your friend Susie or, or John or whatever went and gave away some signs and that psychic hit right in on it. I think it's all comes down to some psychics are full of crap, some of them are good, and then the readers are the people being read. You know, some of them are open to it, and some of them are closed off and don't want anything to be read there. So, so it's if a any, big smash. If any of our Parababble fans out there who could reach us at Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Maybe hopefully Spotify. Soon to be Google Podcast? Yeah, sure. Um, you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> whatever. If they were going to look for... Where do you start looking for like a good psychic or a good medium to know? You ask your friends. Ask your friends and family. Well, I, maybe it's the first time I'm doing this, and I think this is kind of neat, and I've had this really burning... Then go to a psychic fair. Is there like an Angie's list for psychics? Go to a psychic fair, no. because usually they'll do <laughs> mini readings, and they're cheap. So nope. you might be able to get five minutes for $5, things like that, and you can try a bunch of different people and see if there's anybody that you connect with. But again, it, I'm going to have to say this. It comes down to the person that's going. Mm-hmm. Because if I give you signs in a mini reading, you be like, oh my God, he was really good. Oh, so what do you want to know about? Well, I want to know what my career is going to be in jobs or, you know, when am I going to die or is my granddaughter going to have a bit? I, I mean, mean, you'll know though too because if you ask that question and then they flip over a card that, you know, has to do with what you're asking uh, okay. about. Let me, let me rephrase that. There's let me like rephrase that. Maybe 50 I'm giving... to 60 cards in a deck, so what are the chances, you know? Maybe through <laughs> that person, medium, psychic, whatever, putting out, putting out the questions, your body language and facial expressions kind of giving it away a little bit. So, in essence, this is your first real time going. They, they've honed in on you. 
They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like a game of poker. Right. I mean, that person's unsuspecting to it. Right. Well, so bad, they get pulled in. Bad readers or bad mediums will always try to do the cold reading. They'll always tell you the same things. They'll look to see if you have a wedding ring on. If you don't, they'll talk to you about relationships. All right. If you do have a wedding ring on, they'll talk to you about whether or not you have kids, and if you don't, how you're probably going to have them in the future. They look to see, you know, how you're dressed. (laughs) Do you seem like you are good right now financially? Do you have some jewelry on? You know, they look at all of those things and they cold read you. That's what they do. It's also, it's almost like a, a, a salesman spot or a car salesman spotting someone coming up. Yeah, when people are good BSers, they can get far. And it's sad, but that's the so, reality of it. Right now, what are me and Rob thinking? She's not psychic, remember? I know, we're just working here. And she's got nothing. I don't have my cards. Oh, that's right. She's tool of trades. Trades of the tool. Yeah. Okay, so do you I'm think... I'm not a medium. So you think we've covered a lot of the BS of this business? I don't know. I think people are probably stuff. just as confused as when we started this conversation. Yeah, they're probably like, hey, what about those changelings? <laughs> Psychic changelings. Jinglings. I don't even know what this was. Jingling-ling. We just kind of started off on a... Uh, I, this is one of those shows where we started off again on a different topic. And, and we were supposed to... the episode. I didn't hijack it. I just <laughs> kind of merely gave it to... Uh, tea leaf reading could be its own episode. I mean, there's a lot to it. And if you saw all the symbols, I mean, that would really be the best thing to do would be to actually do tea leaf reading so that we could... You should, could should we do, look at should a we, Should we do a live one at some point? Maybe yeah, for could. an episode? Okay. Just record it and throw it out to our, um, our, you know, hundreds of listeners. That could be like a mini video episode where we just. Yeah, I mean it's hard because it's hard to describe to people when they've never actually seen it done, mm-hmm. and when they don't see what the inside of those cups looks well, like. Well, let's go back to this whole cup thing then. Yeah. Rob's over here sweating editing time. Um, so when you get that <coughs> cup and you turn it up and you see what it what it's looking at it, mm-hmm. is it like a one shot deal? I mean, you don't want to move that cup anymore because you might change the pattern. No, everything's stuck to it. It sticks. Oh, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's wet. So when you dump out all the water and you go to pick it up, I mean, the tea sticks okay. to the bottom. Things don't fall out. No. Yeah. All right. Where can we read? That was the devil in me. Where can we be reached at, Rob? Everywhere. Everywhere. Right. At Okay, so what are we going to call this episode? I don't know. Please tell me. Do you see the deer? Do I I'm showing Jeff a picture of the inside of a tea leaf reading cup. Uh, if I did see the deer, its head is going to be to the left, right? Let's see if Ron can see it. Is that it right there? Yeah. So let me again. I mean, I don't know if I would think that was a deer, though, if you didn't say something. Yeah, but it's my interpretation. Oh, I'm not saying that. Am I just, like, being a fool right now? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Great. Oh! Snap! <laughs> Rudolph! Yeah. That Okay, like, if you go back to the normal picture, I was looking at all the tea leaves, but if you, you single into it, obviously, because I don't know how to read this stuff. Right, because lots of things in there. That's a deer, and he looks like he's got boots on on the back leg, <laughs> and he's got a, like a little, he's got some horns coming up, and he's got like a little collary thing. Yeah. Oh, he's happening. Okay, now I saw that. I thought you were using all the tea leaves, but, so you're picking things out then. Yeah, because. So when, it's still interpretation. When you're looking at the cup, yeah, all of these s- things mean things. 
So as much as like these are all on the outside, that means that those are going to happen sooner. You look at the negative space to see like where things are calmer, where things are more chaotic. Um, so calmer would be to the right where there's less happening. See the fish. It looks like a little shark. Mm-hmm. Then see the bird. Yeah. So the bird. I mean, all of those things mean different things. So hmm. that's why when I look at the cup, the first thing I do is I pick up the cup. So what did you get out of all of that? And I write down everything that I see. You got a bird, fish. Was this like earth, wind? Is it like the four forces of nature? No. I mean, there was a lot of different things in here. That's a good answer. Yeah, fish, <laughs> land. Birds usually bring like messages. That's like what they're for. They usually bring like news of some sort. Kind of like storks. And when you can that. look at the rest of it coupled, it kind of gives you an idea of like, okay, you know, is it... You know, news that's going to come soon, news that's going to come later, when to expect it, what does it mean? So for this particular reading, um, the person, if I remember all of the details correctly, had questions about their son and where he was going in his life. And I didn't know that, but the stag is the first thing that I saw, which to me is masculine, which made me think that there was questions along those lines so it just depends and you get better at it because the more you do it the more you know what your signs mean when you see things and it's but, easier to decipher but a stag that bird and a fish if you were to get that with four different people that can mean four different things no because the fish always means the same thing the stag always means the same so thing. fish would be what food no it usually means some kind of movement so like, and the bird means message. Yep. And, and the stag, I'd never had that in my repertoire before. That had never happened to me when I had been mm -hmm. reading. So to me, when I saw that, I thought like immediately like something, it's masculine. So whether it's like a husband, a father, a son, I mean, there's like some kind of masculinity thing that's happening there because that's just what it made me think of. You know, you don't associate deer with women, you know? Mm. So what happens if you get like one of these odd shapes, like something goofy that... Sometimes it doesn't mean character. anything. Not every single thing in the cup means something. I mean, for me, like mountains, I always look for branches that are crossed or further away because those mean different things. The leaves in general, when they look like they're in a pattern, um, everything from like acorns to bells to birds to I mean I have a whole list I like because every time I do more and more of these you there's other things list. that pop up yeah so I started with maybe 20 25 things mm -hmm. and because over the years of doing it as things have come up and when I you know give a reading and I say well I'm seeing this and I don't really know if this makes any sense but this is what it says to me and they go oh yeah that's because blah 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 that goes in my little thing that okay when I see a bell that means this have, has anyone ever, not just you, but in general, I'll say, has anybody ever missed something at the bottom of the cup and the person who was drinking it says, oh, this is right there, this is this. Sometimes. Because I mean, it's your own interpretation. Will, yeah, sometimes people will ask, like, oh, well, is this anything, you know? Okay. Does that mean anything? Like, what? why is this here like this? And sometimes it does, but sometimes it's just tea. It's just tea leaves. Again, so it's people's personal... You're looking for what jumps out at you, like what makes sense. You're mm -hmm. not trying to like make it make sense. Oh, that's I wanna, why... I want to drink a cup of tea right now. That's why when I just look at it, I just start to like write down what I see. I don't think about like 
you know? Okay. Obviously, you might have come across where you get nothing, right? Or do you normally find something somewhere in there? I've never had it where nothing has been there. I mean, I've had it where it's been, like, not really anything major. But that's the person who's drinking. They could be giving off... Could they be a block to themselves in a sense? So they're not giving off anything. They're just drinking tea and this this leaves on the bottom. Yep. Wow. Okay. Rob? Anything on that? I mean, it's like sometimes you'll see, like, a clump in a certain part of the cup, and it's like, okay, so there's some chaos going on right here. You know, and depending on where in the cup it falls, it's like, okay, so this is already passed, or this is something that's coming. But usually like when everything clumps together that's like a blockage of something like you know I mean it makes sense it's like things that logically make sense when you look at it you're not like stretching trying to make sense of like all these random things if that makes any sense no it does it does and I would imagine this has been going how how old is this type of reading oh my god it's been around forever for as long as people have been drinking tea do we know who came up with this idea Mm mm-mm Okay. I know how I got started into it, but that's, I mean. And do you find a lot of do do you find a lot of truths in this way? I mean, have people come back or people said, "This is going on" or "This is going on"? Once you give them their reading and understand what you have interpreted, have they come back and said, "Oh, you know what's going on right here"? I've always had good results with it, which is why my friends usually ask me to do it because I have a lot of friends that read. So I think some of us are more adept at cards. Some of us are more adept at, uh, you know, just different Mm -hmm. things. If we're all sitting around and there's five of us there and four of us can do whatever, everyone always asks me to read the tea leaves because not a lot of people do it. Cards are, I think, a lot more Because you have a good eye to interpret what might be coming through on those leaves. Yeah. Because some people just can't see shit. Like you you showed me the picture, I'm like, "Uh," I'm looking at the whole thing is where you kind of went... And Rob was like, oh, it's right there. I'm like, look. And then you blew it up for me. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. So, obviously, it's like anything. It's training of your your uh, your muscle, your brain, mm-hmm. and trying to understand it. So, do you give out, if you do that, if somebody has some really bad stuff going on that they might want to know or not know, do you just kind of avoid would, that no, situation? If stuff that's not good comes, I always tell people. You always tell them? Mm-hmm. Well, shit, no. Why would you do that? Why would I not do that? Mm. Being an advocate here. She's just the messenger for the tea. Right. It's not up to me to decide what you know you should know or not know. You make your own tea, tea messenger. I just, um, well, you know, like, that's why I always say, like, my whole thing is that when I'm really old, I'm going to own a tea shop. And I'm mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't ever... I just, whatever it is, it is. Okay. Because people have free will. So if I tell you that something bad is not, it's going to happen and it's, you know, do you dealing with this, then that gives you, people the opportunity to be prepared for that. Do you see anything, I know this is a little more direct, do you see anything that might be like medical? Like, can you determine mm-hmm. something? But you could just see if it's going to be bad, semi-okay, or it's going to be a hard time or easy time. Yeah. You kind of get that vagueness to let somebody know to be oh yeah be like, leery you'll see like it'll it'll happen where like all of a sudden like you'll have like a nice easy flow to things and then there'll be like something like a clump will happen here and it's like okay this means something something's gonna happen this is a disruption 
or if it's immediate, sometimes it means like, you know, the person's going through like an argument with someone or they're having conflict of some sort and, you know, here's the resolution for it. Like you can see, you know. Now, does that, does that kind of hold, hold true in the time frames too? Sometimes. I mean, I think anything is subjective, you know. I mean, if it because happens can, in month two you, versus month three, does that really... Or you could have you could do a reading and like you just said somebody could be in an argument with somebody uh, friends or something and you go and squash that tomorrow mm-hmm. and then that's the end of that. I don't use time frames. I use past, present, future when I and then that message for today. So when I do cards, it's a four card spread. If I read tea, it's the same way. I tell you about the past. I tell you about the present. I tell you about the future. What's a what, sign? Okay, so what's what a, you need to know that day? <laughs> this is the. Parababel version of Q and A for Allison. I know this is very awkward, and but it's it's okay because it's just us. Well, us two. We're just battling. It's just me and you talking. Yeah. It's Rob's, you know, pointing over here. Time, time. We gotta go. I gotta go. No They're shutting the lights off at the studio. I don't edit more. I gotta, I gotta mop. Um, <laughs> so, what's a sign? What is a sign? Um, give us a sign of uh, past, present, and future. Give us a, a symbol that you would use. I'm curious to know what a past sign would be. Well, it's not so much. It would be the placement within the cup. That's how I look at it. Say the middle is what? The middle is the present. If everything happens to the left, that's the past. The middle is the present. The right is the future. So you read it like linear. Left like to right. Left to right. Yeah. Most people, when they pull cards, they always read left to right. I've the never right, known anyone read. not to. Oh, so you can't mix up a message. No, you should always know <laughs> Scramble that right up. Yeah, I'm going to make this one you, a little better. <laughs> you have people pull cards one at a time mm-hmm. so that you can place them in the right order. You yeah. place them in that, that reading order? Yeah. Okay. Like if you get... And some cards have some decks depending on whether it's ver- it's inverted. Mm-hmm. So if the card is upside down when you flip it, it means something else. So you have to be very careful when someone hands you a card that you put it down in the exact way that they picked it up. So say we take that picture that you showed us, uh-huh. and we, we uh, screenshot it, and we put it up on the page. So you have the deer, you have the bird, the fish. Was there anything else in there? Yeah, there's like, I don't know, some other stuff in there. Well, but what I'm getting at is if you put that out there, will someone interpret that differently? I'm sure they would because those symbols to them might mean something different. Those are my symbols. But a bird is a bird. A bird is a messenger. Right, but it's a messenger for me. It might mean new opportunity for somebody else. It might mean, I mean, it could mean anything because it's just what's oh. their interpretation. Right, right. they consistently get with that particular symbol. So There's no, like, universal symbol list where it's like... Well, that's what I mean. That's what I, no. for the people out there who are asking the questions. I mean, you can get lists from other people. I mean, books have lists of what they think, you know, what that author thinks things are, but... If you do it for any length of time, you're going to have your own. So, I know, Rob. I I can hear it. We got, yeah, okay. We got to wrap it up real quick. One more question, though. (laughs) So, you have the bird. You know it's a messenger. Yeah. What what point did you go, oh, the bird's a messenger? It's not something from another planet. Because when I did the reading for that person and I said, you know, I see this here and this to me says, that, you know, there's going to be news coming and I think it's going to be good news and it's going to happen, you know, in this kind of time frame because of where it is. And the person says, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, they come back to me and say, yeah, you know, I got this letter in the mail about whatever, whatever happened. But that's because I'm reading. 
I'm the reader. So it's up to me to interpret what those signs are. Will that ever change? That bird ever change for you? It might. I mean, even the direction means something different, whether it's coming or going. I mean, all of those things. So is there anything that can be universal together with a bird? I'm just going to use that as the one example. That bird, say you have five other people or 20,000 other people that read. At some point, that bird's going to mean the same thing to other people, too. It can mean Other people might movement, have the same flight. thing, yes. But does it mean that that's what it has to mean for every single person that does readings? No. It's like when mediums get do readings and they get, you know, roses. And some people think that that's, you know, a female coming through. Other people think that that's, you know, love. Other people see it as good news, whatever it is. Okay. It's based on what they associate those things with. Well, if you have any questions for Alice. (laughs) No. (laughs) um, You can reach us at Parababble Everything, Parababble uh, Twitter, Podbean, all that. You can reach us on Facebook, um, Instagram, we might look at it every once in a while, but we'll be there. So No, seriously, though. I mean, if people do have questions about it, of course we'll Try to do it, it, or try to get an answer, yeah. at least. And if any of those topics seem like something that's interesting that you want to know more about, let us know that, too, because we could always do a show just about Maybe we'll throw things. that picture up if it's perm- permissionable. Yeah, I mean, it's my picture. Um, so. And that concludes our show on the Changling. Um... We started out with it, but again, we went off topic, but we stuck with this one, I think, Rob. Kind of. And you were really enthusiastic about this. I, I, I didn't have no, you know. Changeling is coming, we promise. Yeah. But just like dreams. Just like dreams. <laughs> but again, that's uh, that's Parababble for you tonight, and I guess we're going to do this on, I don't know what we're going to call this episode, but. Readings. Readings. Readings from Allison. And uh, we're just going to sign off. <laughs> <laughs>